Hi there, welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a holistic nutrition practitioner specializing in women's hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more using the power of food. With a practice helping many women around the world heal their bodies with a step-by-step method that not only gets results, but makes the whole transformation delicious and easy as a way of life, even when life is crazy. And it could definitely get crazy. So pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a culinary nutrition expert specializing in hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more, and who is obsessed with the power of food on our ability to heal our bodies, as well as finding the ways to make it easy and happy to make these changes with our crazy, busy lives. Pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. So next week is Yom Kippur, a fast day. And for all you ladies planning on fasting while also dreading have to fast, today we're going to talk about how to prepare our bodies for an easier fast using nutrition, as well as what we should be eating when breaking the fast in order to replenish our bodies after a full 25 hours of zero eating and drinking. Are you ready? Let's get to it. So last year in Israel, Yom Kippur happened to be during a lockdown in which people were only allowed to pray outdoors. I live in the desert, and I think it was October last year, but by us, it was still heat wave level hot. Also, because we live in the desert, shade is scarce, and we were trying to figure out where to pray while being shaded and being able to be far away between the different people, like spacing us out. Especially when everyone is fasting and the services go on almost all day long. In the end, they set up the shul inside the pool. Okay, so when I say inside the pool, I actually mean that they drained the pool and actually set up chairs inside of the pool. It was hilarious, but necessary as the pool has these massive awnings covering them. And this was able to shield everyone from the sun and keeping the sun from really drying out the little bit of water we still had in our body. And this brings me to my first point leading up to a fast. Make sure you drink a lot of water for at least three days leading up to the fast. You will want your body to be super hydrated coming in. Another way to keep yourself hydrated is by eating fruits and vegetables with high water content like watermelon and cucumbers. Okay, so now let's dive in and talk about what our meals should look like on the eve of Yom Kippur. So first of all, we want to get to a situation where we'll have as much stable energy as possible throughout the fast. So our choices leading up to the fast will help with that. 
When we make sure to eat protein, fats, and dietary fibers at your meal, this will make sure not to spike your blood sugar so that you won't have crashes later on. These crashes happen when we consume simple carbohydrates and sugar, which quickly lift our sugar levels and energy, but soon come crashing down. So for example, chicken for protein, vegetables for fiber, and tahini dressing for fat is a great and stable meal. Also, because we need larger amounts of energy to get us through the fast, I suggest adding a whole grain like black rice. This rice is rich in fibers, so will digest slowly and provide energy for longer. So what will happen is your body will first use your stores of complex carbohydrates for energy, like the black rice. Next, it will use the proteins you consumed, like the chicken. And finally, it will use the fats you ate as a source of energy, like the tahini. So really, we want to make sure our meals have a lot of protein and fat, first of all, as well as complex carbohydrates, and of course, the power of all the vitamins and the water that comes from vegetables. Okay, so now we are keeping away from simple carbs, from sugars, and our fast is not half bad. Now let's talk about breaking the fast. The first most important thing is to rehydrate your body. Water, water, water. Also, you know how people that participate in sports like running, they drink energy juice after, like Gatorade? The reason they do this is to return to your body all the minerals and electrolytes you lost from sweating it out. This is useful after a fast as well, but there's no need to drink the artificial coloring and sugar-laden drink. There is a natural juice you could drink that will help with rehydration and is filled with electrolytes, and that is coconut water. Not to be confused with coconut milk. The coconut milk you make using the white flesh of the coconut and blend it with water. That's how you make coconut milk. The coconut water is the liquid that pours out when cracking open the coconut. Interestingly, it doesn't have the distinct coconut taste that the milk and cream or oil have. Coconut water is actually one of the things I always have in my pantry for a stomach virus emergency with my kids to make sure they're not getting dehydrated while losing fluids. And you could use this, for instance, after a fast to make a great smoothie. You could put in some protein powder. You could put in chia seeds and flax seeds, which also have protein and also have fats. You could put in some berries. You could put in half a banana for sweetness. And you could put in all different greens. And you could add, as a base, the coconut water that will really just hydrate your body in one go. Okay, so just like when we were getting ready for the fast, we'll want to be eating the same after, making sure not to quickly spike our blood sugar levels while eating cake to quickly satisfy our need for energy, as this will only bring us crashing down even worse a little while later. Try to have some soup with complex carbs like quinoa, which is also really rich in proteins. You know, in my family, we have a tradition where I don't know how far back it goes, but after fast, we always make a pull-apart cake. It's this yeasty cinnamon and lemon rind um, delicious pull-apart cake. And I know that these things that we have traditions are very hard to let go of. 
So I'm going to give you some ideas of if you really need your pastry, if you really need that sweet fix right after the fast, here's some things you could do to try to avoid a bad sugar spike. So the first thing is try making sure your cookie or cake are made with whole gluten-free grains. Make sure it's sweetened with fruit or low glycemic sweeteners. And you could pair it with nuts to lower the blood sugar spike. In the past, when I started eating right away the pull-apart cake afterwards, I'd be sick for days because of the crazy sugar spikes I had coming off of a fast and just eating cake. So keep that in mind. Okay, so let's just quickly go over all the tips we've been talking about. So before the fast, hydrate three days in advance. Water, cucumbers, watermelon, and make sure to eat protein, fats, and fiber at every meal. Also, complex carbohydrates as opposed to empty carbs and sugars. And for after the fast, we want to rehydrate with water and or coconut water. And we want to stick to a balanced meal when breaking the fast to keep away the sugar and energy spikes. Or we want to balance out our sweets with nuts, for example. Okay, y'all, wishing you an easy and meaningful fast. Gmar Khatimatova, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes are dropping each Thursday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And I wanted to ask you, are you suffering from a certain hormonal imbalance? Do you have PCOS, perimenopause, endometriosis, prediabetes, infertility, or anything else? Did you know that you could most definitely heal using nutrition naturally? I wanted to invite you to join my full comprehensive one-on-one healing program. This four-month program, we work together to balance your hormonal system using delicious, nuanced-for-you nutrition, as well as supplements as needed. I help my patients gain control of their health and hormones naturally with a step-by-step process and delicious recipes, and we turn everything we learn together into a happy way of life. Reach out to book a free 30-minute consult call and see if we're the right fit for each other. Your health can be transformed. I'll add a link to this free consult in the show notes. Bye for now.